Welcome to The Sofa. I'm Sherry. I'm Bonnie. And this is the Sisters Hallmark Sip and Chat Podcast. We're a couple of crown heads who love all things Hallmark. It's the final week of Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas on the W Channel, which also marks the end of season one of our podcast. I'm so sad that season one is over, but what an amazing adventure getting here. Absolutely so much fun, but it's not quite over. Stay tuned at the end of today's show for news about a bonus episode in season two. But first, let's chat about the wonderful movies we watched this weekend. In this episode... We'll be sipping Coquito, which is a Puerto Rican eggnog with rum, and chatting about our five movies entitled Sugar Plum Twist, A Godwin Christmas Miracle of Love, The Christmas House to Deck Those Halls, Christmas for Keeps, and Tis the Season to be Merry. Movie number one, Sugar Plum Twist, starring Jamie Gray Hyder as Natalia, Hector Riviera as Mateo, and Laura Rosger as Vivi. After a successful career with the New York City Ballet, Natalia comes home to Richmond to help choreograph The Nutcracker. During audition, she meets Vivi, an aspiring ballerina, and together they create a new Latin twist on the traditional sugar plum fairy dance. Let's find out how this movie rates on our sofa rating system. But first, a quick explanation. Our custom sofa rating system includes a list of 20 Hallmark tropes that will determine how Hallmark is this movie. You can download the list from our website, sistersipandchat.ca. This movie earned 16 out of 20 sofas. Let's break down each rating category. Star returns home. Natalia comes home from traveling with the New York Ballet. Set up by family members. Natalia's friend Pam encourages her to be open to a relationship with Mateo and Vivi sets them up at the Christmas lights. Star goes up current career. Natalia becomes principal choreographer for the ballet. Vivi gets to dance with the company. Justin will be making music for the Latin program and Mateo will be able to set up his program for the kids. Multiple love stories. Natalia and Mateo, Vivi and Justin. Small town takes place in the small town of Richmond. Object focus, the Nutcracker Ballet. Something magical happens. Vivi's Christmas wishes and Natalia's Christmas wish angel. Military, Natalia's friend Pam's husband is deployed. Their daughter plays Clara in the show. Clash of classes, classic ballerinas versus vibrant Latin dancers. Helps a family member, friend in need. Natalia helps mentor Vivi. Town celebration, Christmas market, tree lighting, ugly Christmas sweater party, karaoke party at Natalia's, holiday lights at the Botanical Gardens, and caroling. The charitable event was the donations to the Salvation Army Santa. This was such a great movie. I love the Cuban flags on the Christmas tree and all the music items. That was a really cool tree idea. And I loved how it showed how proud they were of their heritage. That was really, really nice. Yes, 100%. My hat's off to Hallmark for producing more movies this year uh, that are showcasing a better variety of communities, ethnicities, and faith this year. My opinion, that's a bit long overdue. And I hope that's Mm -hmm. a trend going forward. I love that the languages, like I love languages, period, but I love that we were able to actually hear the languages more than just English. Yeah, that was really nice. I agree. 
And also, yay, the Nutcracker Ballet. You know how we feel about that. That's a tradition I look forward to every Christmas, and I know you do too. We got to enjoy it together this year. Yay! Yay! Uh, by the show that was put on by the Royal Ballet of Canada here, which was simply beautiful. The sets were amazing. That favorite giant, part. Giant Fabergé egg thing was just, I love that. That was my favorite. If anyone's in Canada and you want to see it, it's really awesome. <laughs> but I also <laughs> completely enjoyed watching the movie uh, about what goes on behind the scenes. You know, that background info, uh, how they bring the show to life. That was pretty cool. That really was. So as you know, dancing is one of my favorite things since I was Mm -hmm. a child. I took dance classes and both you and I, Bonnie, were professional cheerleaders for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. So dancing and performing is very uh, near and dear to our hearts. So it was that was a cool perspective for people to get to see the behind the scenes and what goes into making a production that people get to see. So I did like that a lot. Totally, for sure. And they had quite a few characters in this, you know, like not just the characters in the Nutcracker, but the people in the show were quite the bit of characters, specifically Miss Cat, who was the director of the show. She was very grumpy and a little stuck up at the beginning. She was just like (laughs) quite the total ice queen and not very nice to Natalia. Um, So I wasn't surprised that she kind of picked that snippy Meredith girl, uh, with her passive aggressive behavior to Vivi as, you know, the sugar plum fairy for the main show. However, she comes around and opens up to Vivi and Natalia's idea for the, the Latin dance. And I guess those warm, spicy Latin dances warmed her up as well. Agreed. It was great to see and understand the value of another person, not just that, oh, it's just another number. Like she really mm-hmm. began to see her and that was really great. I, I really did like that. I also enjoyed Natalia taking Vivi under her wing and mentoring her. Yeah, that was really nice that she did that. The Hark the Herald Angel Sing sheet music used as a, the angel tree topper. That was so beautiful and creative. And I love the idea of the wishing angel. Like I I really was moved by that. Not to say that I didn't love the ballet and all the dancing. And I love, of course, all the the, uh, Cuban dancing. However, this one simple thing they did, I thought was really good. It really stood out for me. Yeah, definitely the Latin dancing was really exciting and cool to watch on top of the ballet. And all these little bits of things Christmas things that we've never seen before. I love these different holiday Mm -hmm. traditions that we get to learn about when we watch these movies and that wishing tree angel. I really enjoyed that too. The idea of using sheet music to create the angel in the first place. Such a cool thing, especially for someone who loves music, you know, and that makes it a really extra special decoration for their tree. I I thought that was really thoughtful because both trees were very, uh, individualized hers had the music on it theirs had their flag and things mm-hmm. from their own country like it was just it was I really liked the way they did that yes Vivi's parents were literally the cutest and her mom who had to decorate every single <laughs> inch of their dance studio <laughs> oh my gosh they were so sweet I really really enjoyed them in this movie 
And it was so nice that she made that wish. And then she did end up getting to dance on that huge stage. And I know from myself that hearing that roar of the crowd, it is amazing. And there is no other feeling like it. So it was very moving that she got to experience that. I was really glad. She got to do it, the dance that she wanted to do uh, and still be true to herself, which was very cool. Absolutely. Movie number two, A Godwink Christmas, Miracle of Love, starring Catherine Barrel as Joy and Alberto Frezza as Eric. A series of divine coincidences bring Nurse Joy and writer Eric together to help a small community in Wisconsin. Well, let's find out how this movie rates on our SOFA rating system. It received a 16 out of 20 SOFAs. Here's the breakdown of each rating category. Weather issue. The weather holds out so the surgeon can attend one more life-saving conference session. Star returns home. Eric is staying with his parents while he looks for a job after graduation. In her hotel, the community care home where the volunteers stay while in the program. Star gives up current career. Eric gets a column with a New York City newspaper writing from Oshkosh, where Joy is now a nurse practitioner. Multiple love stories, Joy and Danny, Joy and Eric. Small town of Oshkosh, Wisconsin. The object focus is the community care program. Something magical happens. God winks. It's a word for coincidences of divine origin that are a sign of hope. Some of them are flyer looking for volunteers for the mentorship fellowship to bring them both Eric and Joy to the program. They show up for the taxi at the same time and share the ride. The surgeon's wife prayed for a nurse practitioner to come, which is Joy's profession. Hidden blessings written on the doors and furniture below the paint. Joy and Eric realize they went to the same church as children. Couples meeting each other under surprising circumstances. The surgeon learns a new technique just when it's needed that helps save Eric's life. Joy being by Eric's side in the hospital keeps him stable and able to recover. Transportation breaks down. Salt truck breaks down and Eric is seriously injured trying to fix it. Military? Newsletter editor served in the Gulf War. Town celebration? Advent volunteer program helping needy families in the community. The charitable event, Joy and Eric and the others are volunteering through the Community Cares Program. This was a really interesting movie. It's a really interesting take on a movie. And I appreciated the concept of this type of mentorship volunteering. I think it was exceptional. And I love that this was the focus of the movie. It's what a great idea for both the volunteers and the participants. Gaining that confidence by helping others is an amazing way to begin your career. That, that was really cool because we here, we have our uh, Habitat for Humanity. So it was sort of that same thing, rebuilding for a family in need. So mm-hmm. that was that was really good. I, I thought it was a good twist showing that he thought he was going to be a pastor, but then he was still able to use his talents that God gave him to become this writer and still have a positive influence over people's lives. Like he didn't really see it. And and then once he understood that he was still giving of himself and still helping for others, the writing just flowed. So that was a really nice, another little God wink moment there. Yeah, that 
being open to opportunities, what I believe his dad said to him at the beginning of the movie, um, allowed him to have, you know, take that step outside of his boundaries and get him onto the path that he was supposed to be on. Uh, specifically mm-hmm. that Operation Home for the Holidays, uh, the rebuilding of the redecorating really of the house for the the couple and their son who had lost their house in a fire was just such a kind and thoughtful idea. I really appreciated that charitable giving was the focus of the movie this time. I agree. God winks. Every time one happened, the chimes would sound. So you'd know Mm -hmm. that it happened for those that might not have ever watched a God winks episode before and know what that was. But I like to believe that if we all paid attention, we'd all tend to receive God winks from time to time. I believe you are right. <laughs> and I've always enjoyed the God winks movie there. I really enjoyed those ones. And I have to say. I do too. And I love that they're all year round. They're not just Christmas related. They always are such an interesting faith-based movie. And I always really enjoy whatever season or you know, the basis around the story is, but especially at Christmas, I feel like it it's so suitable. When they were doing the decorations for the family and the house, I had to say, I know this is maybe a little judgy, but I think they should have left some of the decorations for the family to do together. Because the idea was to make it a home for them. Though I understand they were super busy and overwhelming and everything. But right. I would have thought that maybe they would have just like, if I were to do it, they had like 20 trees in this house. So they could have decorated, you know, 19 of them and then left one tree with maybe all the box of uh, decorations and everything right. and just let them kind of do one tree. But that's me because I enjoy doing the tree. <laughs> so that could be just my own basis for sure. It's true because like they decorated the the nursery when she came in and she wasn't supposed to see it beforehand. But how do you know it's even her taste? So it is, yeah. it is a, I mean, I'm sure they were grateful for whatever they got, but yeah, it is sort of nice when you have a little bit of something that they can do for themselves. Something that stood out for me was those messages on the door. That mm. was such a wonderful idea to add blessings to a home, to make that not just a house, but a home. That was mm-hmm. something that, that, uh, that really stuck with me. And I love that on the door, they, framed it on the inside so that you would yeah. be able to read that later that was I, I did really like that and, and, and what she was saying like she was a writer like you like she had these incredible things that she said yeah the, I actually pulled that quote because I think I'd love to actually do a, a graphic I can't really you know I don't know <laughs> how to do it on a door, but I could do a graphic or do calligraphy and then frame it. I think such a nice thing. And the quote that we're talking about is a newborn babe brings light to the cottage, warmth to the hearth and joy to the soul for wealth is family and family as well. It was just so yeah, beautiful. Just so nice. And I even that little point, you know, where this is where they got to bring a little bit into it. Charlie had that stuffed lion that he had lost and then they bought a new one so that he could make sure that his little sister, his baby sister who hadn't been born yet had one and she didn't miss it. And I straight up cried during that time. That's (laughs) like the waterworks started at that point. Um, And then when they bought him a replacement uh, for him to have as well, a little bit bigger one because he was the big brother. That was super sweet. I mean, I cried a lot. 
in this movie. Yeah. Well, as usual with these Godwink <laughs> stories, they made me cry so hard, but they were good tears. It was good to know that um, this, I think that the tears come from the fact that I do know that this is from someone's real life story. Mm-hmm. And that just makes it make, it makes it so much more special to watch and see someone else's experience. I know they put TV, you know, movie magic in there, but mm-hmm. But the premise is is real that someone really goes through this. This really happened, and I think it's good for people at this time of year to get those kind of um, to hear those blessings like that and know mm-hmm. there's something greater. That hope is really important, like you said. Yes, for sure. That is one of the things I like at the most about the Godwink movies is that they focus on faith, and in this specific. When it was faith during Christmas time and that power of believing in miracles and the power of prayer. Uh, I, I think they go above and beyond in these ones. And mm-hmm. that's why the focus in the magical part of this was so great because there was just so much going on with that. And really the whole story was about charity, which as you know, we've said many times, we, we make it a bonus in ours. We almost could have probably given them 10. <laughs> charitable (laughs) sofas for this one for how much it was about charity and giving to others and thinking of others absolutely movie number three the christmas house Two: deck those halls starring jonathan bennett as brandon treat williams as bill robert buckley as mike and sharon lawrence as phyllis Brothers Mike and Brandon head home for Christmas and battle it out to see who will be king of Christmas and win the Christmas house contest live on TV. All right. Let's see how this movie rated on our sofa rating system. And it earned a score of 10 out of 20 sofas. So let's break that down. Star returns home. Both brothers come home for Christmas. Engagement wedding. Mike asks Andy to marry him. Star gives up current career. Brandon and Jake move back home and are planning to open a new bakery. Multiple love stories, Mike and Andy, Brandon and Jake, Andy and her ex. Small town, small town in upstate New York. Object focus, the Christmas house decorating contest. Something magical happens, the magical ring guy. Enemies to lovers, the brothers are battling each other in the decorating contest, but in the end, they realize it's supposed to be about getting closer as a family. Helps a family member, friend in need. Their parents and partners help them decorate and the community steps up to help them finish the decorating. Town celebration, the community Christmas play. Okay, this movie was so funny. Me and my husband, we loved it. I know it's not for everybody, but we loved it. It had some sentimental value, but the humor in the cast was awesome. Yeah, I'm the, it's not for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's very cheesy and cute. And I always love it when it's about a family, though I'm not a huge fan of creating a competition between siblings, especially at Christmas when it's supposed to be a time of being together. True, true. I did like how the show showed how hard it is to share with divorced families. Now, he was such a wonderful stepdad and he was extremely welcoming to that other father. And and I think that it was great to depict that because it is really important to the kids that are in the middle of those kinds of situations in the real world. So that part was really nice for me. 
I agree. I think that was a little bit more on the, I guess, traditional Hallmark end of things. And I did like that portion of it for sure. Though I felt through most of the movie, the brothers definitely needed a lesson in sharing and being just (laughs) a little less selfish. And I found their antics sometimes obviously were a bit embarrassing, which I think is probably what they were meant to be um, for themselves and for their families, quite frankly, especially since they were on live TV. But it made for great TV. If it was real, people would (laughs) be tuning in every week. But I'm just saying. But uh, I I did think that the play that the parents were in was quite interesting. The storyline was risque. But I love the product placement with Sears as the sponsor. (laughs) That to me was just too funny. I mean, they love being able to be actors and, you know, stars in their hometown play. But it was a questionable, questionable yeah. um, script. <laughs> yes, for sure. I think they're probably the, what I liked the most about the movie was them and their connection to each other. I really did enjoy my favorite part of the movie was that very sweet moment at the end when they finally give props to their parents after humiliating them during their yes. show <laughs> on live TV. And then they give them the trophy. So it didn't matter which brother won because really they gave it to their parents parents as they should have the you know their parents were the reason the Christmas house started in the first place and so I feel like that was just a really great sweet way to end that portion of the show agreed now those house decorations though they were out of the world and the eye for detail was amazing I I did enjoy what they did inside the houses I completely agree the houses looked very Christmassy all decked out both teams did a fantastic job and went well above and beyond to make them look just amazing. Movie number four, Christmas for Keeps, starring Krista B. Allen as Avery, Ashley Newbro as Sarah, Ryan Rotman as Ben, Mariel Scott as Mia, and Cardi Wong as Noah. A group of friends return home at Christmas time to honor and celebrate the life of their beloved high school teacher, Mr. Massey. Well, let's find out how this movie rated on our SOPA rating system. A 15 out of 20, so that's pretty good. Here's the breakdown. Star returns home. The friends head home to Culpepper to attend the memorial of their beloved high school teacher, Mr. Massey, set up by family members. Avery's mom thinks she should get back together with Ben, mostly so she'll come back home. Star gives up current career. Avery is going to open her own practice in Michigan. Ben is going into baseball coaching in Michigan. Noah opens a cookie business. Sarah will be taking over her dad's practice. And Mia becomes the full-time drama teacher at their high school. Multiple love stories. Avery and Ben. Sarah and Noah. Small town of Culpepper, Virginia. The group runs the Christmas events in honor of Mr. Massey. Avery and Ben went to high school together and then they get back together. Enemies to lovers. Noah and Ben had a misunderstanding and spent years apart, but their friends helped them rekindle their close friendship. Help a friend or family member in need. Avery's parents watch the kids so no one can, Noah can help out. Sarah's friend at the hospital gets to get her shifts covered town celebration mr massey's christmas activities a christmas carol play the toy drive 
Christmas Karaoke, The Candy Cane Scavenger Hunt, and the charitable event, Noah gives away cookies to businesses in the community. The group run the Mr. Massey's event for the town. You know, this is the first time I think that I've seen a proper ensemble cast in one of these kinds of movies. You know, I really like the variety of personalities and then careers and how they showed up for their teacher and for each other, that they became their chosen family to each other. Well, this movie, again, was not one of my personal favorites. It was a great movie, but not my fave. I could, however, relate to having a favorite teacher that changed your life. And for me, that was Mrs. Sally. She was my gym teacher and my coach for all my different sports teams. She was amazing. And in middle school, she changed how I looked at sports, obviously, but also at how I looked at sportsmanship. So she did definitely have a huge effect on me. Yeah, teachers are so important. I'm glad that they took a moment to focus on how important and how life-changing they can be, you know, Mm -hmm. for people, for young people in their life. Um, Though in this movie, um, I did mostly enjoy it, but I found that Avery's mom, they really portrayed her as just being so pushy and manipulative. You know, she needed to let her adult daughter have her own self-determination. Like, I understand that she loved her job, her daughter, but her pushiness was obviously just pushing her daughter away. Um, And I get in the end, she realized, you know, she was just doing exactly what her mother needed to do to her and she needed to stop that learned love is not control. Um, But I feel like they kind of played that a little heavy in this movie. And then they kind yeah, of just ended they, it. <laughs> and yeah. then she figured it was it just out. over and I loved you again. And it's all yeah, good. exactly. But someone who um in all aspects of someone's life has that much control and influence, or at least attempts to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, really sending in your resume to a job? Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> yep. Unbelievable. <laughs> However, yeah. But I did love that scavenger hunt. I've been, I've participated myself in many of these and they are such a joy. And that was so cute to see the kids trying to mm-hmm. guess the, the clues. I, I really did enjoy that. I think that was really cool too. I've done a scavenger hunt before and they can be a bit crazy. So <laughs> that's always so much fun. Um, I do like one of the quotes that I'm pulling from the movie. This particular movie was purpose brings meaning and meaning brings happiness which is so true and a really nice thought at Christmas and really anytime. Movie number five, Tis the Season to be Merry, starring Rachel Leigh Cook as Mary and Travis Van Winkle as Adam. Mary's a relationship expert about to publish her first book about love. She hits a major snag when the editor discovers that an important part of its premise is actually fake. So Mary heads to her friend Darlene's family home in Vermont for Christmas to find some romantic inspiration and fix the book. All right, let's find out how this movie rates on our sofa rating system. And it earned an excellent score of 17 out of 20 sofas. So let's break down those categories. Star returns home. Mary goes home to Vermont with her friend Darlene and Darlene's brother Adam comes back from South America set up by family members. James's dad encourages Mary and James to spend time together, while Darlene's mom encourages her to spend time with James. Engagement wedding. 
Mary daydreams about getting engaged to Dale, which helps her write her first novel. Then she and Adam get engaged for real in the end. Farm. Darlene's family owns a Christmas tree farm. Star gives up current career. Adam decides not to go to Thailand. Multiple love stories. Mary and Adam. Mary and James. Darlene and Adam. Joe, the restaurant owner, and Sonia, the book editor. It happens in the small town of Snowbridge, Vermont. The object focus is Mary's book about her rules for love. Gets back with childhood sweetheart. Adam and Mary secretly liked each other when they met years before. Darlene and James used to date when they were young. Enemies to lovers. Adam and Mary live very different lives, but they end up finding common ground. Helps a family member, friend in need. Mary's friend Darlene helps her get her book published. Town celebration. Tree lighting. Christmas tree auction. Santa visit with the toys for tots. And the bonus for the charity charity or charitable event was the Christmas tree auction for the Snowbridge Library. Okay. I really, really liked this movie. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love the actors. And this storyline was actually really, really cute. Rachel Lee Cook is one of my favorite Hallmark actresses. Actually, she's on several other things and I really like her in those too. She has Mm -hmm. such a great sense of humor. So I knew right from the beginning that there would be a lot of funny tongue-in-cheek moments and I wasn't disappointed. There was quite a few of them and I enjoyed every last one. Kind of like the line to the boss. It's not such a great idea, but it was a nice funny twist to the story because she kept trying to say it, trying and trying. But nope, the woman just kept talking and talking and talking. Technically got what she deserved for not letting her talk. Well, you knew she was going to get bit for that one, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, the editor shows up in Vermont, which is where they're staying. So she she wasn't going to be able to hide it. Um, Of course, Vermont is one of those places I've always loved to visit, especially at Christmas time. I just thought it would be so enchanting with the old timey inn and the snowfall. I think that would be very cool to do. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that the guy who wanted her best friend would ask her to dinner to ask how to get her. I did not mm-hmm. think that was a smart idea. That threw, threw everyone kind of for a loop yeah. like I wouldn't think the guy was interested in me if he's asking out my friend so that's that a little was cockamamie way to do it that's yeah for sure. I didn't really like that one so much <laughs> <laughs> but that was one of those kind of funny misunderstanding things that sort of happened throughout the movie I loved how fun and teasing the siblings were to each other Darlene and Adam <laughs> it was just so cute and I really thought that idea of family the family dividing up their tasks for Christmas by drawing from a hat was actually really smart what a fun way to say or what do you want to do you just pick it from the hat and if you're decorating the tree this year you're decorating the tree or you're making the cookies or you're putting up the lights I thought that was a really smart idea I've never seen that before I think it's a super smart idea seeing how I get everything on the list yeah nice to divide the list I (laughs) thought that, that was a great idea I did like how the chemistry between the actors that was awesome you could actually feel their relationship growing throughout the movie and I think that makes for a really good love story when you can actually feel Mm -hmm. their their love growing I like that a lot they did have some wonderful natural chemistry which always makes the movie so much better um and I liked how they kind of dealt with 
the reason why they neither one of them had strong relationships before this point, that they both had been avoiding building a life for themselves by focusing on all the troubles of others so that they could hide behind those. But Mm -hmm. in truth, even though they were different, partners are stronger when they use those differences to make each other better. I really believe that my husband and I have a lot of things in common, but we also have different differences. And I feel like those differences make us a better team. I agree. It is interesting how people can tend to avoid things in their lives, but I'm sure my husband would like me to avoid some things such as my (laughs) to-do list. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I think all husbands just around the world are saying, yeah, we would like to. Yeah, let's avoid that. (laughs) Oh gosh. You know, what was really funny they always do a tree lighting in these movies and this particular one, the tree didn't light the first time. And it's yeah. just like an ongoing joke with the town. Oh, it's not going to light this time. Yeah. She's going to hit the button. It's not going to work. It's all good. That's, you know, what it is. And then the second time it works and everyone's like, yay, they all just expect no one's disappointed because they know it's not going to work. And I just think those kind of quirky things make each of these little stories more interesting. And I love that. Um, her tree that was her ultra modern tree yeah. that he was like, this is nuts. No one's going to buy this. She was able to rack that price up and get the big oh, dollars yeah. for it. So that was a thousand bucks. Too. Yeah. I actually <laughs> thought it was kind of cool. I like purple and orange, but yes, it was definitely not <laughs> traditional. Um, but that was very cool. The Christmas tree auction where you decorate a tree. I could get on that in on that for sure. I would totally mm-hmm. love to decorate a oh, tree for auction. I thought really that was, cool. The lots of really smart things in this movie um of course as a writer I'm just going to mention the whole idea that this is about writing a book which is a very daunting task I'm still working on mine um and I can't imagine oh she just suddenly after writing a book for a year thinking it's about to be published now suddenly has to come up with a whole new idea in a week at least that was the request from the editor um maybe an outline I could see but she's a whole whole story would be crazy um, unless you of course have some sort of stellar idea that you already have in your head you know I'm working on my own and it just takes time to produce a story that you would like to share Uh, in the end she comes up with a fix and I have to say that I was thinking of this fix right from the beginning I'm like well why doesn't she just you know kind of make it so the fake rules, the rules that weren't actually very good rules in the end, she realizes, <laughs> you know, like everybody, not everybody can live by the same set of rules, certainly not for love. Uh, and she realizes she can use those as maybe, you know, examples of what not to do <laughs> in some of the cases. So I thought that was really great. And uh, that'd be a really interesting book to read if it ever did come out. <laughs> Absolutely. We can't wait to read your book too, Bonnie. Oh, well, I can't wait to finish it. So I'll let you know how that goes. (laughs) Stay tuned next week for our bonus episode for 2021, including the Christmas Day Hallmark movie, Small Town Christmas, and our top five sofa picks for the season. We would like to thank all of our fantastic listeners for joining us on the sofa this season. We're so glad you could join our chat. So join us again in January, 2022 for season two. This episode was brought to you by Hamish Community Services, opening doors by taking the dis out of disabilities. You can find out more information at hamish.ca.
Well, fellow crown heads, we've come to the end of today's chat. You can find all our episodes on your favorite podcast network. And on our website, sistersipandchat.ca. Subscribe and never miss a chat session. Thanks for listening. Join us next time. And we'll save you a seat on the sofa.